You're listening to an amazing podcast from an amazing podcast company. Hello, Mob Associates. Johnny Ciccatelli, Jimmy Naples. We're joined by a very special guest today, uh, Youngstown's own master burglar, Mr. Emil Dinzio. Emil, thank you for joining us. Today we are at the uh, Youngstown Clothing Company in the Southern Park Mall. Um, big shout out to them. And again, you know, of course, thank you to our, to our Mob Talk sponsors, of course, Cut and Toast, Premium Cigars out in Struthers, Ohio, and, you know, of course, Youngstown Tile. Um, if you're looking for flooring, you know, go bold, go local, go Youngstown Tile. At Youngstown Tile Retail Design Center, we are local leaders in residential flooring and luxury home projects. We have proudly served our customers in the local community for over 70 years. We carry top brands such as Dow Tile, LaPay, Schluter Systems, and many more. At Youngstown Tile Retail Design Center, we want to help bring your renovation ideas to life. For quality service, quality products, best-in-class customer service. Go bold, go local, go Youngstown Tile. Now let's get into the show. So, Jimmy, real quick. Uh, Amo, I'm not sure how familiar you are with, with Youngstown Mob Talk. You came to our show, didn't you, in, in Warren? Yeah, I did. All right. So, yeah, so you're familiar with it a little bit. Yeah. Uh, we got a Facebook group on uh, that, that's up to almost 30,000 people. Yep. So, you know, a lot of people getting the word out. We really appreciate that. Keep sharing the, the, the group. Keep posting stuff. We really appreciate that. Um, let's get right into it. You know, Jim, we got a special guest here. We don't do too many special guests. Absolutely. So thank you for talking with us, Emil. Uh, you know, let's let's get right into it. What do you want to talk about here? Well, let's talk about why we're here. Let's talk about Laguna Legal. Laguna Niguel. Right. So there's a good question. All right. <laughs> How did you first hear about this bank in California? Well, if everybody that read my book, it's right in the book, through my friend in uh, Cleveland, Ohio, Butchie Sesterino, he's the one that brought it up. Uh, I didn't believe it at first, you know, $30 million. You know, it's a big figure. But I had to check it out. So that's what we did. We went to California. We drove to California to check the bank out. That's how we uh, found out about the bank. And what exactly did Butchie say? Did he did he say something about Nixon? Did he just say there was a lot of money? He said it was a thirty uh, the thirty million dollars that belonged to uh, uh, the president. And uh, after we went to the restaurant and we talked, it was three million dollars that Jimmy Hoffa had paid to him for you know getting his uh, sentence commuted to get out of prison. And that's how that went. Yeah. And uh, that's why we wound up in Laguna Niguel. Now, did you have a reputation at this point for being a, a, a really good bank burglar? Is that why they went to you? No, and I don't know why that's in the book. No. Why did they come to you? Well, Butchie knew I was for big scores and stuff. And, well, Butchie's dead now. Me and Butchie did a few things, but it wasn't banks. Okay. It was other things, you know. Where there was a lot of money involved, but it was, wasn't banks. Gotcha. So was this your first bank? No. No. But you, no. So you've done a few banks before. I did a lot of them. Okay. <laughs> and real quick, for anybody who doesn't know Butchie Sisterino, Butchie was um, out of Cleveland. He was, I guess you would call him a, um, an associate of the Cleveland family, maybe a made member of the Cleveland family. I'm not, no, he I'm was not no, sure. No, he, 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 he was no made member. He was just a good guy and... 
they were rough guys, like, you know what I mean? They took mm -hmm. down loads of, you know, furniture, or TVs, all that kind of shit. They wasn't into nothing, you know, really big money. Yeah. Well, the mob never made big money, really. Let me, let me back it up a little bit. The mob is nothing, nothing. They get everybody to do their dirty work, and then they prey off of them. Yeah. Percentages and all that, you know what I mean? My dad told me when I was small and told my brother James, when we did bank together, to get it. he said, don't ever do nothing with mob people. He says, all they do is use you. They use you. If they had any balls, they'd be out there doing it themselves. And when you look at that, how true is that is? They're trying guys down New York City right now for murders that happened, what, 30, 40 years ago? Come on, you go out there and dig up the body? Somebody had to talk. Yeah. That's what they do. That's why I never played around with them. Gotcha. I didn't associate with them. I knew them. But to do anything for them, that was it. Yeah. No way. Well, let me ask you this. Uh, you know, we hear a lot of people talk about that, you know, guys from Cleveland only work with Cle people that were familiar with Cleveland and things like that. Um, was, there a, was there a mixing of, of, like, guys from other cities that would come in and work with you guys on different types of jobs and things like that? Never. No. I didn't bring nobody. That's why I last so long. I was out there doing shit for a long time because there was nobody could snitch on you. I right. didn't bring them to me. You understand where I'm coming from? Yeah, absolutely. Look what happened when I got weak and for Butchie, his cousin. Look what happened when I got weak and told, okay, I should have never said that. You know what I'm saying? Took them to rats. Who are we talking about here? Uh, <laughs> Phil Christopher. And Charlie Bruckles. Mm -hmm. That's the two rats. They're both rats. No question about it. And you, you had to take them from Butchie. Butchie recommended Butchie, them? No. Who Butchie just them? He said he went. Butchie asked me if I, you know my cousin, Phil? I said, yeah, I know Phil. He said, uh, why don't you take him out there with you? He says, you don't have to tell him nothing about that, you know, money and all that, Nixon's money. I said, you didn't do that, did you? Or words to that effect, you know, yeah, it's been yeah. so long ago. And he said, no, no, I'd never tell him that. I said, hell no. At first, right? Yeah. Then the favor for Butchie is the only reason Breckles and his cousin, Phil Christopher, came along. Both rats. Yeah. Stealing suits, ties, and stuff like that with cops in Cleveland. They were nothing. As soon as he came in on that score with me, now he becomes a super thief. <laughs> super what? Super rat. That's exactly what he is. Yeah. And I want him to see this, too. He knows it. <laughs> he knows it. Look what he did to some of my other friends there. Yeah. Yeah. Talking in an FBI car. The guy's in the front car, headed to the, headed to the jewelry store to take it down. He's in the car behind him. Behind him is an FBI car. Yeah. He's talking on, a, on the cell phone to the FBI, telling them where they're going. I'm not quite sure. I'm not quite sure. I think it's over here. It's over there, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> what kind of guy is that? Yeah. He's FBI. Yeah. Yeah, they want to... They go from a, a petty burglar to the FBI, and then they turn into a super thief. How <laughs> the fuck is that possible? <laughs> well, so who's in? Who's your core crew then? You use family, right? Your brother and your... Or your brothers, right? Is that... Was it the Dinzio crew? No. Me and my brother was the bank guys, okay. okay? My nephew out in California, Harry, I had him because he worked on, uh, you know, the police monitors and all that. You follow me? Yeah. 
we beat Banks and with my brother-in-law too, okay? Yeah. The three of us beat Banks. Bank vaults, the feds know it. Yeah. The feds know by the kind of work, okay? We beat Banks and they didn't know who was beating them. Yeah. Because everybody kept their mouth shut. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So this is all in a book. If you guys don't know, Emil's book is called Inside the Vault, The True Story of a Master Bank Burglar. I would have never wrote this book if the FBI would have got me legitimately. Because when I'm out there and I know my butt is on the line if I get caught, but when the FBI did what they did in my case, stole my fingerprint right out of my detached garage, that's the end of the line. Yeah. That's the reason I wrote this book, just to tell what's going on in this government right here. Yeah. And Mr. Trump, right now, he's got a headache. They're going to plant stuff on him, too. They did the same in 72, as they're doing today. What do you expect them to do? They're dumb as rocks if somebody don't tell them something. Yeah. Well, let's tell the, the audience real quick. This is in the book, by the way, that you can get right now um, on your website. We're, we're, yeah, it's we're it's on my website, yeah. So you can get this book out there right now. But in this book, guys, uh, we won't tell you too much about it. We want you to read the book. But real quick, one thing we do want you to tell folks, what's the difference between a bank burglar and a bank robber? The robber, the bank robber, the way I understand it, he goes in with a gun, grabs the money real fast. And I have it in every book here. Mm -hmm. Real fast and out the door. But he gets a little bit. We go in there sometime, it takes us three days, but we go back in every night. We don't go there in the daytime. That's stupid. Yeah. So we go at night, but we watch the bank during the day. And it ain't the first one we got. We got quite a few of them like that, but it paid off and we know how to do it. That's what counts. You got to know what you're doing and how to do it. So you were part of uh, Crooked City. You know, I was, I was a producer on that show. You talked to our crew a lot on there. Um, I, I got a question for you. So... You know, every time they tried talking to you about Joey Naples a little bit, every time it came up, you said Joey Naples was a rat, was a rat. Why, what, did you get any information? Where'd you get that information that Joey was a rat? I've always wondered that. I got it a few places. Did you? Yeah. Well, some, some people still alive, so. Gotcha. I can't be telling you, but, you know, when you go down to the, what's it called down there at Center Street? Where uh, Joey Naples had his office, right? United Music, yeah. When you see FBI going in there and staying for a few minutes or something, right? People wonder, what, what's going on? Why are they going in there? Yeah. You know what I mean? People that work there, too. Or people that happened to be there when they came. Yeah. Like, well, some people still alive, so I really can't, Sure. you know, go down by name. But I heard that from a lot of people. Joey Naples was a rat. Yeah, they... Um We've we've ended up uncovering that, you know, they actually owned an FBI agent for a long time. That's true. That's what I heard too. Yeah. Does the name Stanley Peterson ring a bell? Yep. For you? Stan Peterson. And he became he was an FBI agent in Youngstown, who uh, was was rumored to be on the take from the Naples crew and those guys, and then he ended up becoming the chief of police <laughs> in Youngstown. So well, they really had it made then, didn't they? <laughs> what's that tell you? What's that tell you? <laughs> so, Emil, let me ask you this. Um, while we were talking about Joey Naples, why is it that you think that everybody thinks that you were involved in that? Because of Strollo. Lenny Strollo. He turned out to be a rat. Now, there's a made man, they say, right? right? I don't even know if he was made, to tell the truth. 
and I don't know if anybody else ever tell me, he was a made man. Yeah, when I heard that, I had to laugh. Why would I be sitting here if I killed Joey Naples? Why don't you put me in jail? <laughs> Thanks, boys. <laughs> what did you think of Lenny when Lenny, when, when you found out he became a government witness? Piece of shit. In plain English. And you were friends with him before that, right? Friendly? I, I knew him. I knew him since I was like 13 years old. When my dad's restaurant, just like I say in my book out yeah. there, that's where I, he come around to fix the gambling bingo, the machines, the gambling bingos they had then. Mm -hmm. That's when he came around. He fixed them if the nickels were short or something for a roll, he'd give them to me, you know what I mean? Stuff like that. I was a young kid, 13, 14 years old. Yeah. I meet them guys because my father had the poker tables and everything in the back room. Mm -hmm. Briar Hill Jimmy had the one-armed bandits back there. Mm -hmm. I'd take nickels or dimes they'd give me for grabbing pop. And I go right to the one-armed bandit and pull it, you know, just blow my money like crazy. Yeah. What did you think about Prado, uh, Briar Hill Jimmy? Did you ever, I think you had a few interactions with him over the years? I, I, I knew of him pretty good, okay? And uh, that he came over here with my dad from Italy when they came mm -hmm. through uh, Ellis Island. And uh, they might have lived together for a while because they didn't have no place to really live, you know, when they first get here. But... All I knew about him, he was a, one of the bosses for the mob and everything. Lenny was his nephew. Lenny Stroller was his nephew. And Lenny took care of the machines and stuff for him. Yeah. That's about all I knew of Briar Hill. But he's one of the guys my dad told us, never do nothing for that man, for the mob. He said they use people. Yeah. And it's the truth. Yeah. yeah. That's all they do. And Strollo, like you said, I don't know if he was a made man, made man or not. I heard he was a made man. For killing Crabia. You've heard that, ain't you? Mm -hmm. Char uh, for tr killing Charlie Crabia, yeah. Yeah. And his brother says he was at the, was it Stardust? Mm-hmm, Stardust yeah. Hotel. When it happened, right? You can't believe them people. No way. <laughs> personally, myself, you, yeah. I mean, I might talk a little bit out of line or something here. You know what I mean? But personally, myself, I don't believe he had the balls to do it. <laughs> Lenny Strollo, nothing. In the end, what did it turn out? Yeah. He is a no-balls guy. That's what he is. Yeah. He turned out to be a rat yeah. going around testifying against other people, yeah. putting out information all around the country because he knew these people. Yeah. Kelly Manorino brothers and everything. I knew the Manorino brothers good. I knew Abe Zide, Al Ross, right? Mm -hmm. A known killer. And I knew him for years. He was yeah. a rat, too, he turned out. We got FBI documents that he was informing back in the... The 60s. It wouldn't surprise me. Well, yeah. even even Kelly's brother Sam was, he would occasionally, the feds would come into town and he would talk to them. Yeah. You know, he wouldn't really give them any information, but he would kind of, they'd ask him a question and he'd confirm yes or no, or he'd say, hey, I can't talk about that. Yeah. Or, it, would, it wouldn't surprise me, but I know one thing. He always treated me good because he never knew my business anyhow. Yeah. And he knew Paul Hankish. You ever hear of Paul Hankish? Yeah, no Willing? legs. Yeah. No legs. I met Paul Hankish. I met all them guys. Mm -hmm. I even met Frank Sinatra. <laughs> but what, what's that mean? He never admit to it. Sinatra. He was nothing. Sinatra. Frank, Frank Sinatra shit. <laughs> I'm telling you the God's truth. Yeah. When you talk to women like Frank Sinatra talked to them, like uh, back up from the big round rope down there in New York City in that one place, I forget what they call it, mm -hmm. but he had a round uh, velvet rope in that one corner. And nobody sat there but Frank Sinatra 
or like Dean Martin. Yeah, yeah. You know, nobody sat in that area. Who gives a shit? Who wants to sit in that area anyhow? <laughs> All right, so before we get out of here, because we, we got to get you to your event here, um, I just got two quick questions for you. Uh, we talked about a lot of different guys today. Uh, what about Bernie? Bernie Altshuler. Were you friends with Bernie? Good man. I love Bernie. Bernie Altshuler? Bernie Bartshuler. If, if he had $50 in his pocket and you needed 50 he'd pull right out and give it to you and he'd go broke. But he'd blow forty, fifty thousand 50000 at a crap table like it was nothing. <laughs> All right. Well, how about uh, Chucky Porter? Did you know Chucky from Pittsburgh? No. No. I heard, I heard of him, but, you know, I never stayed with them people. You yeah, know, I never yeah. hung around with them, period. Right. All right. I got a last question I got for you. Just because it was such a big deal in the Crooked City show, uh, they kept trying, you know, to ask you, to ask you, to ask you, did you do this? Did you do this? My one question for you is this. Who do you think did it? Who do you think got rid of Joey Naples and, and, and did all that? I have no idea. No. It wasn't me. Well, Emil. But I don't feel bad for him getting it yeah. because I heard he was a... FBI informer many years ago. Yeah. Well, many, many, many years ago. We've got, like, we, we've been researching all this information from back to the 60s. And I will say this the one thing, we've got a lot of names of people who talked to the FBI back then. Uh, I never did see his name on there, but I knew that he owned Peterson. You know, he owned some of those guys. So I don't know what the relationship was per se. Whether or not you know they were working for him or he was working for them or you know, who knows I don't think we'll... I know I know one big name that we always saw was Victor Colotti. Vic Colotti he was in he talked to him yeah. Well, what happened to Vic? I mean he died. You tell me what happened to Vic? He got shot didn't he? Vic? Who who's the Colotti brother that got shot? No, that was the other one. That Joe. was his brother. Yeah, yeah, his brother. Yeah he had that place huh? He come to me he said one day he says uh, uh, I got this key here for an armored truck. Kane was armored truck company then. Yeah. I got this key. He says, when it pulls up to Walmart there, and Boardman used to be in Walmart, uh -huh. he says, all you got to do is run over, put it in the door, just jump in there and you take the truck. Well, so I'm not interested in that kind of stuff. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So what happened? I lived on Mill Creek Boulevard, right? Uh-huh. Uh-huh. And, one, <laughs> and one, <laughs> one day the guy, my wife says, there's police cars going up and down the road. You know what I mean? She said, they're going to try to arrest you or something? <laughs> I said, I don't know. <laughs> you know, I don't, I don't know, right? So pretty soon I got a call from Beef Turlecki in the sheriff's department, right? He said, I'd like to see you. He says, so I went up to Howard Johnson, I think it was. And he says, they think you just took an armored truck down. I said, what? <laughs> he said, yeah, you and your brother. I said, never did it, never did it. He said, well, just watch, I'm telling you. Yeah. So it was the next morning, and he, Beef got a hold of me. He says, yeah. What I told you is just forget it. They know who did it. And the mother two brothers did that. Gotcha. Yeah, gotcha. I know I know all things shit that yeah. happens. Well, we'll have to bring you on again and just talk, you know, old old school right. guys. And we appreciate it. We want to get you to your event today. So, Emil, we'll, we'll let you get out of here and go sign some books and shake some hands. Uh, again, thanks to Youngstown Clothing for letting us uh, to do yeah. this. And I thank you guys for doing this for him. So yeah. again, you know, uh, if you're looking for cigars, go out to Cut and Toast and Struthers. You want to get a cigar from Cut and Toast Premium Cigars. If you're looking for flooring on your in your floors, Youngstown Tile is the place to go for spectacular flooring. Go bold, go local, go Youngstown Tile. All right, on behalf of Jimmy Naples, Johnny Chicatelli, our special guest today, Emil Dinzio. Uh, this was another edition of Youngstown Mob Talk. That was an amazing podcast from an amazing podcast company. To watch with video, check out our YouTube channel at youtube.com slash amazingpodcastcompany.
If you enjoyed the show, don't forget to leave us a review. It goes a long way in helping other people find our amazing content. For more, visit our website at www.amazingpodco.com.